is the hottest radio station. One hour of fun Star Wars talk. This is the Boys of the Welcome back to the Boys in Blue. I'm your host, Killabeen, alongside my good friend, co-host, best friend, partner in crime, you name it, he's there with me, and unfortunately, the sign-off episode for my good man, Booster, but, you know, we love you, we're gonna miss you, you're welcome back anytime on the show, and the spot is always yours, but to my man, By Booster, way, how are you today? I'm good. Smith, um... Okay, I may be just too loud. I think I know what the problem is. Does that fix it? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am just taking it one day at a time, man. Because I feel you. Some of that I don't know. I'm in university, and um, you know things have just been awfully busy for me. Uh, wait, that wasn't real work. <laughs> I, uh, I I said awfully. That's not a word. No. Yeah, yes. Uh, anyways, we leave it in the past. Uh, I, yeah, I'm really college and everything. Um, so I haven't been on the podcast as much. But life is good. Just taking it one day at a time. Doing some homework. Absolutely. Trying to finish the semester, man. Trying to get through. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And yeah, other than that, uh, that's, been, uh, that's been my vibe. And, you know, while it is a sad day here at the Boys in Blue with uh, the official sign-off of Booster, I can't be more happier and proud of him. He is going to go on and do some great things. He's already doing really great things, but he's going to go on and continue to do really great things. He is on an absolute fast track to amazing, and uh, if he ain't careful, he's going to be building his own Death Star. So, just... Uh, Keeping that in mind. But, uh, yeah, just some uh, quick business as always. This podcast brought to you by McNeil Marketing. More on that coming up in a few minutes. Uh, you can find this podcast on Anchor, Breaker, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We are currently working on getting it up on Apple Music. And uh, we'll have more than likely have this episode available on YouTube later this evening as well. Um, and the last bit of business I have is concerning Celebration 2022. If you have not already, tickets are on sale now. If you've not gotten your tickets, what are you waiting for? They're going quick. Uh, you can go to StarWarsCelebration.com to reserve your tickets. Uh, last time I checked, I believe it was yesterday. Here it is. I have it pulled up, so I'll give you the most accurate information on the show as we always strive to do each and every episode. Um, 
the last thing we have seen, the tickets went on sale on March the 15th, and already the uh, Jedi Master Package, which is, uh, I think it's the four-day all-inclusive package. So yeah, the Jedi Master Package uh, is sold out, and the adult four-day tickets are sold out. So kids four-day tickets are still available and single-day tickets are still available. Be sure to quickly claim those tickets. They are going quick. Again, that's StarWarsCelebration.com. Uh, if you intend to go, it is an absolutely amazing event. If you can't make it, like me, you can hop on YouTube and catch the live stream and keep up with the action all day long. Great panels, uh, great crew coming in. They've already announced that uh, Ashley Eckstein, Ian McDiarmid, Anthony Daniels, uh, Doug Chang, and Steve Sansweet are all going to be there with more coming soon. You can find all these updates and announcements either on the Celebration website or, like I do, use their Facebook page or Instagram page for more uh, quick access to that information. Uh, again, that's StarWarsCelebration.com. If you plan to go, grab those tickets quick. And if not, catch the live stream. That's what it's there for. Booster, you intend on... Uh... Yo, um, some reason your... I don't know if it's just the stream and the mic uh, overlapping each other, but, like, your mic is still, like... I, I can cutting barely get what you're saying. Yeah, it's, like, cutting in and out. Okay. Uh, is that better? Or worse? Is that worse? I have an, I got an idea. We'll get that fixed up real quick for you, Booster. I think I know what the issue is. So let's just uh, do that. And then... Do this. Hey, now you sound good. That better? Yeah. Much better? Yeah, yeah, I can definitely hear you. Okay, that, good deal. Yeah. You're getting every word you're saying, so. Perfect. So. Um, oh, by the way, when I said earlier, uh, I'm uh, doing awfully okay. <laughs> I just said it the wrong way. Um, because I actually just looked up on that stuff. I was thinking, honestly, like, off, something not awful, like, you know. Right, I got, I got that's what you how, mean. That's how, that's how brain, that's how my brain is rotting right now, literally. <laughs> like, I'm taking an English class, and funny thing is, I'm actually enjoying my English class more than my theater classes. So, you know, English is my worst subject, but apparently I'm, like, enjoying that more. That's why I'm on a semester, so. I feel that. I feel, yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Keep on open. Yeah. Um, but we're going everywhere at the same yeah. time. There's uh, so many places. We're just like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just we're happy. Staying to stay in the universe of Star Wars. <laughs> I'm just happy to be back. You know, you're saying, let's say the universe of Star Wars, as I mentioned this week, I finally, well, my roommate half dragged me to it, but finally went out to see the Batman. And oh yeah, you guys want to see Batman? How I, was 
I, I had some mixed feelings about it. More because it was uh, another uh, time reset on Batman. It's, it's turning into Spider-Man for me. We've got three Spider-Mans, all three of the same story, but slightly different. And to me, this is like, okay, now we're just getting a new actor for Batman. It's going to tell the same story. And, yep. I mean, they changed it up a little bit, but said I've not seen any Batman movies. Uh, except for a couple of the really old ones. And I think the n- closest to the newest one I've seen is Batman and Robin. But, yeah, I was not really vibing with this one, just in my personal opinion. I'm shocked you ain't seen it yet, Booster. I thought What's you up? were a, I'm shocked you hadn't seen it yet. I thought you were a... No, you're a Marvel yeah, fan. I want to see it, man. I haven't seen it. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, I do know why. I just... <laughs> I really do, and uh, I heard it's good, man. I saw I saw the the weird scene of the Joker, uh, Barry Cogan, Keegan, or how do you something like that. Yeah, and uh, man, he's mad creepy, but mad good. Uh, so, um, although like kind of getting old now, how we're pretty much doing a Joker every Batman series, and uh, I really, you know, like it's gonna be cool to see. But yeah, I do. I do agree with the fact we're we're kind of we're making Joker overrated. We're making him just overpopulated. He's, he's, he's been used but, too much. Yeah, I know? will. I will uh, combat that to say in this Batman, the villain was the Riddler, and they did put the penguin yeah, like in the there. Glad they brought him back. And they did put the penguin in there. But yeah, they they seem to resort back to the Joker for. A lot. For sure. Um. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I, one villain I wish they'd, like, make a uh, movie off of, like, within Batman would either, or I, it'd actually be two villains. It'd be either Mr. Freeze or Hush. Hush is not that popular, but he is very good. Um, Interesting. He, he gives Batman a run for his money. Mr. Freeze is like another one of those characters that should be given a chance. Because the one, you know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger who played Mr. Freeze of Batman Forever, this well, it wasn't <laughs> bad. Like, could have been better. Right. Um, I would love to see a new Mr. Freeze, man. I mean, should cast me as Mr. Freeze, man. I'd be a Freeze. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like earlier, I was like. I was thinking to myself, what would Mr. Freeze sound like today in like a Matt Reeves Batman film, you know? And I was like kind of practicing with like... He wouldn't be a ginger. What's up? Nothing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Need some uh, white hair up there. I know, right? I mean, shoot, like, I think I I, I think I look like a good Mr. Freeze, but like, call me Mr. Victor Fries, you know what I'm saying? Trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring back my wife who's just frozen in the tank. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, stressed out of my mind in negative 30 degree weather. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, I would. Anyways, I would love to see uh, if they make another Batman film of Matt Reeves, which I mean, they will. But we'll see what happens. I'd love yep. to see a Mr. Freeze villain brought in. Maybe, uh, maybe have. Ryan Cranston, who was most popular for uh, Breaking Bad, have him play as Mr. Freeze. Um, See, I still prefer the choice. Ben Affleck Batman. 
Dude, I love Ben Affleck Batman. I wish they I wish they give him a shot. Loki. No. He has potential. He just wasn't given given enough uh just doesn't have like a good story with him. But I think Ben Affleck is like the <laughs> as a Bruce Wayne. Great. Literally. So yeah, I just, uh, I wish they restored the Snyderverse, bro. The Snyderverse. <laughs> if you ever watch, if you ever watched uh, uh, the Snyder cut of Justice League, you know what I'm talking about, man. Like, yes, it's four hours long, but it's divided into four parts. And I'm telling you what, that movie from start to finish, compared to the Whedon cut, absolutely amazing, bro. Absolutely amazing. Henry Cavill as Superman. I've always loved. Henry I have a man crush on Henry Cavill. Let me tell you, <laughs> I do. You know, I just thought if I actually feel like taking that much time to do the editing, right about the time you start talking about Jack Snyder, I need to add an edit of uh, back to our last episode, the episode before that, when uh, you were all on the Snyder cut. I remember we recorded it right here at the, my house. You come over, I gave you the mic, and you're standing on the other side of my desk over there. You got up and you stood up and you're like pacing back and forth. Doing the whole hand motions and stuff, getting gangster, talking about you were passionate about the Snyder Cut, you know, and this, and you got this, and this. I'm like, this guy knows his stuff. He's he's over here. He's like Kevin Hart. He's thugging this man. Is that uh, that old Kevin Hart story? He's like, and this guy came up. He's like, yeah, yeah, uh, you know. He's like, like, bang, bang, and all of this. Like, whoa, am I a witness to this? This guy's passionate. It's like those black thugs. You can't understand everything they say, but they passionate about the dog. Clapping their hands, doing all these hand motions. Yeah, I remember that day. That was a good day. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> but, yeah. Anything but, else you want to add? Anything like uh, that? I'm excited for Moon Knight this coming week. Uh, the Moon Knight series. That's going to be potential best Marvel series they're going to have. Out. Uh, I'm very excited for that. Well, is, and, is that on uh, Disney Plus? Yeah, it is. On well, Plus, yeah. now that we're on the topic of Disney Plus, did you see the new Olivia Rodrigo documentary? The wait, the what? The new Olivia Rodrigo documentary on Disney Plus. Is a documentary about her on Disney Plus? Yeah. I mean, she, I, did, I did watch. Uh, Kanye West documentary on Netflix. Genius. I watched episode one. I'll tell you what. I want, I'm eager to watch episode two and three. There may uh, be an episode four. Out it was already, a. Uh, it's, it's like a documentary. It's like two hours long. It popped up on my mm, Roku ads on my Roku TV. I was like, what is this? And I click on the Disney Plus to turn on the Clone Wars. Yeah. And boom, first thing that pops up, Olivia Rodrigo. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Oh, it, that'd have been ten times funnier if uh, driver's license or something would come on. Matter of fact, I think one of her songs is in this playlist in a few minutes. Uh, oh, we're spiraling. Anything else you want to talk about before we move on? Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, you cut out again. I'm sorry. Anything else uh, you want to talk about before we move on? Oh, no. That's all I got. It's just, uh, I'm glad to be back for one more. You feel me? So. Hey, one yeah. more could be ten more. That's true. It's just uh, one more official, but you're back for however many you want to. And then if you decide you want to roll back, you come on back. 
Yeah. Space and boosters know, always had a nice I don't know ring. If you've done, uh, any more podcasts while I was gone? No, um, I've not had any. But, oh, okay. I see. Okay. Um, I, I got busy. Yeah. But... You know, okay. So just just explain to those that uh, are wondering why I am going to resign for now at least. Um, I. I mean, I know my friend, my co-host Beans over here, wants me to stay. Uh, says I'm. I add value to the uh, podcast, which I extremely appreciate. Um, but I, I think when it comes to Star Wars talk, I think I'm not the most knowledgeable at that, and I'd rather have someone that's that has more Star Wars knowledge, that has more knowledge about Star Wars, be in my position as as much knowledge as uh, my coach Beans does, at least, because. I get it. I'm entertaining, but I think uh, I think it'd be better just for the goal of this podcast to focus on the knowledge of Star Wars. And I think, yeah, because I don't want to be the guy. Because like you know, there ha- there's been moments in podcasts where I, I I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what's going on, right? I mean, this is like this, I'm lucky here because I actually know what's going on. We're gonna talk about Kenobi. I've seen Kenobi. I'm excited for Kenobi. <laughs> so you know, um, I actually forgot to mention that earlier. So thanks for bringing that up. I'm, you yeah. can see I'm slipping. That's how, wow. That's how, that's how much I'm losing it. <laughs> but, um, but, I just, I loved, I loved, uh, Boba Fett. Though. I got a chance to watch that, to watch that. And, uh, Boba Fett was good. It I was. Like Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, uh, what you think of the last episode of Boba Fett? I thought it was pretty good. It yeah, definitely yeah. left it, well... They kind of left it open that you could build off of it for more Boba Fett, but they definitely are hinting at season three of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Essentially, essentially the way I looked at it, and so did everybody else, Boba Fett was kind of a fail altogether. And so they, Mando, gave, us, they gave us like four episodes of The Mandalorian, which saved the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. But I love... I would say my favorite episode of the whole Boba Fett series is episode two, because I loved how they gave more of a background of who the Tusken Raiders were. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, throughout, yeah, throughout the film, we don't really know. I mean, I'm sure there's comics out there about the Tusken Raiders, but I appreciate episode two, though, just because they really showed how, uh, they really showed the rituals of the Tusken Raider tribes. And, um, oh, for sure. I just appreciate that. Yeah. And, and how, like, Boba Fett survived out of the pit and you know engaged with them and, yeah uh, yeah it was cool and then like him training with this oh yeah we defeat Mad Bane spoiler alert Woo! and like uh, anyway spoiler now it's been too long yeah he defeated Cad Bane with the uh spear bro I was like <laughs> oh yeah I will say so, I was not a fan of Cad Bane his skin was too light yeah, like, I mean, I mean, you can't. It's, it's, it's really hard to make a cartoon live action, but the best thing they could have done to make it more anatomically correct is darken up the blue in the skin and darken up the red in his eyes, and he would look just fine. But his eyes were a little bit too light in the red, and his skin was definitely too light of a blue. Darken both of those things, and you had a cat bang. Um, one thing I might add, this is, this is, uh, I'm not, I'm not talking about the Boba Fett series, um, your, uh, your mic, 
when you actually speak slower, I can actually hear more. That makes sense. So speak slower. Yeah, because like when you, when you talk super fast, which is, you know, I get it. <laughs> For some reason, it cuts out. So gotcha. It's such a weird technical difficulty, but it's like I notice when you speak slower, I actually get everything you're saying. But, okay. You know, but yeah. it's Star Wars. Yeah, well, that, that well, you, you nerd me. out, you nerd out. Like, yeah, like, now, the same way with Marvel. now you've got me <laughs> slightly worried that um, I'm going to go back and listen to this and only every third word to come through, I'm going to be like, yo, Booster, can we re-record this thing? And I can, I'll talk like 10 times slower. <laughs> Hopefully. No, you good. No, you good. Um, I mean, I, I, think, I, think that's, I think that's why I couldn't uh, hear you somewhat. Uh, earlier in the podcast because gotcha um yeah so but well anything yeah, else you want to I do? hate to be that I hate no. to be that guy no you're good the guy like can you slow down like, I'm not like that guy no you I know, got I can it. handle I got that you. Talk, I got but just you. with the, the mic issues the technical yeah. issues uh, I got you we, yeah. we, we, we work with it we roll I appreciate it thank you but, man yeah we got anything so uh, that's it that's all I got well so let's get into the topic well, I'm going to say this. If you are a long-time listener, you know, or you will very well recognize this. This came courtesy of Booster very early on in the podcast. He has no clue what's coming. Just a little surprise I have here for him. Uh, we're going to throw it back in honor of Booster's last official day with us. Again, like I've said, he's welcome back anytime as a guest or co-host if he wants to come back for that. He's always welcome back. But for his official sign-off, I figure we're going to give him an honorary remembrance of some of the good times. So, first things first, the one thing that Brewster brought to this podcast, a really good laugh. Let's have a listen. Hey, bro, you need some body wash? What do you mean body wash? I use parcel. What is this? A promo. Cool mint body wash from Old Spice's new fresher collection with real ingredients and real benefits. It's actually really good for soft skin. Man, my girl has a bunch of shower stuff for her skin. That's only for women. Men have skin too. Women have had skin products for years. It's 2019. I'm tired of being ashy, and you need body wash. No, I don't. You need some spice. You think this is a joke? They actually put some men up in the cool mint, bro. Fresher collection is fresher than fresh prints. Chewing mm. gum and sipping ice water out of mm. some fresh kids. Mm. You need some spice. So exfoliate your skin with some chocolate. With some chocolate. Mm. Shave butter, moisturizer, make it sparkle. Like a light. Old Spice got me feeling brand new. Now I'm passing it to you because men have skin too. You need some spice. Uh huh. Go get that. Spice. Boo. Yeah. You need some spice. Uh huh. Go get that. Spice. Boo. Yeah. You need some spice. Uh huh. Go get that. Spice. Boo. Yeah. You need some spice. Uh huh. Go get that. Spice. Body wash. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Good uh, times. We had that, and then we had good old high brew coffee. Cold brew for those who do two cups of coffee per can. I'm not going to on that spiel right now. Hey, hey. <laughs> I brew for you. He remembers. <laughs> he remembers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> but, yes, we had the good. We were trying to get... Uh, or I was trying to make this podcast sound a little more official type. I was like, well, let's do some advertisements from uh, some good companies. And so we did High Brew, and I always sported some High Brew coffee on the podcast. 
grandpa when we first did this. It was like 11.30 at night, and they drank to like 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, I was, I sleep during the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we had the cricket sound effect for Booster. Uh, I sometimes, and then I'd be up to like 3 o'clock in the morning doing the editing and posting of the podcast. So I was always rocking the high brew. And uh, Booster's like, yo, check this. He sent me this ad for Old Spice. So I was like, yo, we're using this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh yeah, it was great. Yeah. But uh if nothing else, we're gonna take a, a quick break and when we come back we're going to be discussing uh some uh updates with the five oh first and we're gonna go ahead with the help of my favorite bacon, you didn't hear that, my favorite co host booster. Uh we're going to preview Kenobi. So, we'll be right back. Need some help promoting on social media? Well, McNeil Marketing is the place for you. At McNeil Marketing, we specialize in building and designing posts that catch the eye of those on social media to promote your business or brand. Check us out on Instagram at McNeil Marketing. M-C-N-E-I-L-L-M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G for more. Everyone has something to say, a story to tell. We make it easy to share yours. So let's talk. Regardless of your podcast setup, hit record. And from there, whether your podcast reaches 10 people or 10 million, we can help you get heard wherever listeners are. And who knows, maybe even quit your day job. But no matter who hears you, it's about connecting and sharing something from your perspective. It's about having a voice and using it without anything standing in your way. Say it all with... I just can't wait. I can't wait to see what they reveal. I, I love it, you know. It's a celebration all around. I've been prepping for this. I've been here in this line since 6 in the morning. I'm ready. This is unbelievable to be here. fight is done. We lost. Stay hidden. cannot help what they are. Their compassion 
leaves a trail. The Jedi Code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Where is he? yourself in because we're set up switched on and ready to go now on air well hello there this is where the fun begins welcome back to the boys and Blues. i'm your host killer beans alongside me my good friend co-host all around right hand man booster and as we mentioned a few minutes ago on this episode we're going to be talking about previewing the Kenobi trailer and talking about uh, some updates to the 501st Chill Zone. And so, I'm going to start it off here with the updates on the 501st. Excuse me. Updates on the 501st Chill Zone. And then we'll uh, get rolling to what Booster's been waiting for all night. A little talk about Kenobi. <coughs> and so, first things first, like I said, we have some updates on the 501st Chill Zone. As you've probably by now noticed, we are officially back up and running on Instagram with daily posts. Um, if you've been around all month, this month through the month of March, then you will have noticed the um, uh, This Is Madness tournament. Um, for those wondering, the idea and inspiration came to me from StarWars.com. Uh, I think I first came across in 2014, maybe. And they uh, canceled it and quit doing it. And 2015 was their last year. But I was, uh, I think I was in middle school. I was obviously in middle school at the time. And I think everybody, they were talking about doing these brackets and stuff for March Madness. And I was like, well, I think I had fun filming one out or something. I was like, I'm going to do more of these or something like that. And so I went home and I was looking at brackets and just all of a sudden for some random reason... There's this thing called This Is Madness, and I'm linked to StarWars.com, a site I was very familiar with. If Hint, hint, wink, wink. StarWars.com. <coughs> anyway, um, so I clicked on it, and it was uh, the character tournament. They picked, now, mine's a little different. They picked 32 characters, and then you just logged on every day, and you vote for one light side and one dark side character, and move on, and they announced the uh, fan favorite of the year. And so, when I started my account in 2019, I've kind of carried it since. And my difference is I use 64 characters. So, every day you vote for two light side, two dark side. Because one and one would take forever longer than the month of March. So, we are now down to the final eight characters. Um, the Elite Eight. Yeah. We're into the Elite Eight now. Um... We had the Sweet 16, so now we're down to the Elite 8. You've picked, I will tell you who you have picked real quick right now, because I happen to have them handy and convenient right here on my phone. 
So the finalists that we have in our Elite Eight. Is that the Elite Eight? Maybe it's the final four. I think this is the Elite Eight. Because there's eight characters. So anyway, we have... And the fans have chosen, by a daily vote, oh, for the light side, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Kanan Jarrus, Master Yoda, Captain Rex. For the dark side, we have Darth Vader, Darth Maul, Darth Revan, Hondo, Onaka. And that is where we currently stand with um, the brackets. So if you have not yet hopped on to participate in This Is Madness, hang on. Excuse me. God bless you. If you've not hopped on yet, I would encourage you to do so. I have set it up. I took a bye day on Friday yesterday um, just so that way voting would line up with the last post I was going to do on This Is Madness. So the 2022 character of the year will be announced on Thursday. So you have Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to cast your votes for who you want to be the character of the year um, for This Is Madness 2022 just hop on my story each day, uh, beginning on Monday, and vote for the list of characters there. Booster, who do you think you're, who do you think is going to win this year? Who's in the uh, Who's in the March Madness? Characters. Who's so the, uh... our final eight are Obi Wan Kenobi, Kanan Jarrus, Master Yoda, and Captain Rex for the light side. Darth Vader, Darth Maul, Darth Revan, and Hondo Onaka for the dark side. Kenobi, Yoda, Maul, Vader. Kenobi, Yoda, Maul, Vader. That's going to the final four. Who's going to be the winner? Who's going to be the final? Uh, who's going to be the, who's gonna be uh, the character of the year? Character of the year. Either Kenobi or Vader. I, you know, I've done this enough years now. As bad, as really bad. Obviously, I'm an Anakin Skywalker fan. Hence, hint, 501st Chill Zone. So, yeah. I kind of, I try to rig it where Anakin wins, but every yeah. year it comes down to Anakin versus Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan always takes the lead, and so I'm like, you know what, I got a backup plan up my sleeve, it's called Darth Vader, <laughs> and... I think, I think Kenobi would still win, though, because, I mean, Kenobi is about to be trending in, like, two months. That yeah. is very true. And so, unless... But, unless Hey, Star Wars Theory, unless you come out with another Vader fan film, then maybe. <laughs> He's actually uh, saw something. That it's going to be 2023. 2023? Yeah. Especially Miss Windu. I miss the purple lightsaber. I want to see yeah. Samuel L. Jackson's lightsaber. I think the, the last one we had actually came down to Obi-Wan and Vader. And I, th I don't remember who won the last time. Yeah. I want to say it was Obi-Wan. It could have been Vader. You actually got my actually, iPhone 6 that was working. <laughs> actually, my iPhone 10. Yeah, for real. And I'm act, you know, I'm actually thinking Vader one because I'm remembering now I went through. Okay, so the very first year we had. 32 people. Oh, I forgot I added a countdown to it. So that's interesting. Anyway, 
So I'm going to go to the very end. Year one, of course, the very first round was Anakin versus Obi-Wan. So that didn't get me very far. But for the very first year... Okay, apparently I went to 64 at some point. But, okay, the very first year came down to Obi-Wan versus Vader. And so... The champion of the year was Obi-Wan Kenobi in 2019. I remember that year. I planned it out. What I was going to do was I said that. So if Obi-Wan won, then I was pulling the scene from Revenge of the Sith where Anakin jumps and then gets sliced and then Obi-Wan kind of walks away victorious. If Anakin won, I was going to pull the scene from the Revenge of the Sith video game where Anakin jumps over and then backstabs Obi-Wan and walks away. So... That was that. But, moving on. Needless to say, it's fun. Check it out. Um, once uh, the March Madness is over, for a couple of weeks, we're going to do the not-so-popular Who Said It guessing game, uh, just for kind of a filler post on Thursdays. And then once Kenobi begins in May, we're going to do a full coverage of the series like we did for the Book of Boba Fett. So stay tuned for that. And that's all the updates I have on the 501st. Um, so I guess without further ado, we're going to take a preview at Kenobi. Booster, you ready for it? Oh, I'm more ready for this. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right. We are going to take a preview right now. So stay tuned. We'll get that up and rolling. fight is done. We lost. Stay hidden. leaves a trail. The Jedi Code is like an itch. And he cannot help it. Where is he?
Okay, so first things first, how, uh, Booster, how are you feeling about that? Every time I watch that trailer, my jaw always drops. I don't know if you guys know this, but like literally, I, I just, it's just natural for me just to be like, like I'm not doing it for show <laughs> or anything like that. I'm just like, every, every time I watch yep. it, so far, I'm just mind blown, bro. Just like, wow. Yep. <laughs> like, I, I know what you such mean. A good, yeah, it's such a good, uh, launch trailer of, well, not launch trailer but um preview just, trailer you know, official trailer yeah, yeah preview trailer so first um, oh go ahead no 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 that's that's literally i was just thinking so, of something else but, uh, first thing i want to mention off the bat um we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna break this down second by second throughout the episode or the remainder of this episode but uh first thing i want to mention here is uh because we're not gonna be able to hear it but the background um and heads up, those of you who are not going to be able to make it to celebration. Actually, let me double check on that date real quick. Because I've already forgotten. Oh, wow. <coughs> Never mind. I was going to say, we're going to get, uh, like we did with uh, the Rise of Skywalker at Celebration, we, they had some analysts come down and break down the trailer second by second. Um, thought we might get that with Kenobi, but Kenobi releases May 25th, and Celebration begins May 26th. Too bad it's not going to be releasing on uh, May the 4th. I know. So, yeah. I, I wouldn't even be mad if they released episode 1 May the 4th, and then waited till May 25th to pick it up and continue on with the schedule. But, you never know, man. That could be a possibility. Yeah. I don't know. They still might break down the trailer at Celebration, but the idea I had is kind of just out the window now. But that's beside the point. Or, uh, or hear me out, I wonder if they'll introduce uh, Mandalorian Season 3 in the trailer on May the 4th. Because, I, I mean, like it's that. May the 4th. Like, Star Wars. You have, have to do, do something. something Disney has to do something to Star Wars. For like, real. That could be the case. You know what I'm saying? I know. Season for 3 real. Mando is on the way, but we don't know, like, we don't know anything about it. So. Yeah. But as I was saying, because we can't actually hear the, or we won't be able to hear the volume with this at the frame rate, we're going to scan through this trailer as we put out our official Boys in Blue review. Um, Duel of the Fates. Interesting choice of background music. Duel of the Fates. My first yeah. thought is Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Question mark. The time frame is right. Because, is he going to make an appearance? Because Darth Maul is not officially killed until Rebels. Rebels takes place after the Kenobi series because, as we've already seen, Obi-Wan keeps an eye on Luke. Luke is young, and it's a young Obi-Wan. In Rebels, he is portrayed as old Ben, and then he kills Darth Maul. So, Duel of the Fates. Interesting choice of music. The other interesting choice is it switches from Duel of the Fates to Battle of the Heroes. We already know Hayden Christensen is making his uh, reappearance to acting. I, I want to say since Revenge of the Sith. Now, I'm going to double check I wonder on what's going to be like seeing him as Vader. So Hayden Christensen... 
We're looking at his movies real quick. Has been oh, the last. Well, he's been in a couple. But looks like Okay. That's interesting to see. Um I guess we already knew that, but it says under movies and TV, Ahsoka, but no release date. Oh, Ahsoka, yeah, I forgot that she's going to be a series. Looks like most of his movies occurred. He did do Rebels. Seems like he did voiceover for Rebels, maybe. But looks like most of his stuff has occurred between 2000 2007 with a couple of a couple films in 2014 1.14 looks like maybe 2 and 18 I I read somewhere that uh, he kind of uh, waned away from acting and this is going to be his big debut and return back to the big screen uh, he decided to step away and spend time with family so this is going to be really awesome to see but I think I also heard or read somewhere that Obi-Wan or Ewan McGregor has been getting in physical shape as well. So him and Hayden is uh, both together. So I'm thinking either they are working on actually reshooting all together Duel of the Fate. Or uh, the Battle of the Heroes of Mustafar. I doubt it. I'd say they'll pull scenes from uh, Revenge of the Sith. But I'd say we're going to get to see some new scenes and new segments of that fight that uh, were not featured in Revenge of the Sith that they might be shooting. So that's going to be really interesting. And I'm hopeful for that. Um, but that's kind of what those two uh, uh, pieces of music make me think of as we hear them in the background. But let's start breaking this trailer down. How about it? So here we go. Fade from the black and in. And you know what? For those of you who may be on the watch of this, let's make sure you can see this. Because I'm sure that you would love to be able to see what's going on here. So... We're breaking this down bit by bit. Here we go. Booster. First thoughts. We fade in. Uh, two seconds in. And looks like Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Obviously, it's Tatooine. Um, good, good start, though. It's like fading. Um, just kind of giving that mysterious look. That mysterious vibe. Uh, I like that. As a start. And looks so, like uh, Obi-Wan with one of those camels, too, would be my guess from the distance. And then based on... Oh, I just noticed that, actually. I thought it was, like, some <coughs> random, but you, that could be that could be Obi-Wan, yeah. Well, I think it's Obi-Wan based off of this next scene here after the black, because that is definitely mm-hmm. Obi-Wan. And then... He's in Tatooine. Then I feel, looks like he's... Trading, something uh, like that. So he could be upgrading his gear. Yeah. Or is that? Fine food. You know, you just got me thinking. Something I haven't even thought of. I was thinking this could be 
I was thinking this could be a, ma- a new main character that we learn about. But, and I could be completely wrong. This may not even be Obi-Wan. I'm just assuming it is just to kind of get your feet wet. But now I'm starting to put pieces together based off what we're going to see in just a minute uh, from the trailer. And you just gave me the idea and inspiration. Um, Obi-Wan, during this time, this would be after Order 66, so he's trying to lay low, keep Luke protected. I would say he's completely closed himself off from the Force as much as possible. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Grogu. So that way, Vader can't sense him. uh, Palpatine can't sense him. The Inquisitors can't find him. He's trying to live as simple as possible. So I would say the camel and then this, just looking at it now that you've mentioned that, it looks like Obi-Wan. Just the way you worded it somehow sparked my head. Wait, that's Obi-Wan crafting something to sell. Would be my yeah. guess. So. That is a really good observation. Thank you. Yeah, and that's Obi-Wan, for sure. Yep. See, this is what I have you around here for. You catch the things I miss. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, moving well, forward. You know, when, you, when, you, uh, when you watch Marvel trailers all the time, and you always go for Easter eggs, <laughs> you know. True. Those little details are just easy to spot, so. I want to say this is either a droid, or it could be a canteen. Let me actually pull up the trailer on my big screen. It's like, I'm looking through my iPhone. It's like, yeah, gotcha. I was going to say, if you had another Discord account or something, you could pull it up. And... Yeah, I tried doing that earlier, but uh, it ended up, like, disconnecting me from my phone. And then trying yeah, to fix it from my laptop, but I got issues on my laptop. Yeah, you have a separate so. Discord account. Yep. Yep. It's just going to be really hard, though, because I'm going literally second by second. Yeah. Uh, I'm on point five speed right now. Uh, I'm, I, what I do, I don't know if your computer has that capability. I'm at 20 seconds. I just click pause, and then I'm clicking the uh, right arrow key, and it just kind of goes Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. That looks like a, that could be a droid. Or, that, you know, that could be like the top of the house, but we're just like assuming that it's a droid. <laughs> I, that's a lot closer. And I know that out in the distance is definitely... Oh, that could be like, that could be a water canteen as well. Yeah, I know that out in the distance for sure is the uh, Lars farm. Yeah, and easily, yeah, and he's looking over. Yeah, that has to be like a drink or whatever. Yeah, and the next thing... Or maybe like a binocular. Now, here's something I noticed that's really interesting. This scene here. Obviously... Oh, yeah, he's taking after his father. Obviously, this is Luke. And I find it really interesting. These look to be very identical, if not the same clothes Anakin wore in The Phantom Menace. As young Anakin? Yes. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I thought the same thing when I first saw that, too. I was like, that that looks like young Anakin. Like, the reminiscent. With, like, the poverty. Yeah, that's a good spot. And... Now that I'm really thinking about it, it got me thinking. Leia did not know her. We look at uh, Return of the Jedi. Leia did not know her father. Yeah. Luke 
did not know his mother. So this really gets me thinking. Luke's definitely taking after his father. He definitely knows enough. His father was good at pod racing, as we can see from this. Uh, and then based off the, the other movies, Luke knows about his father and takes after him as far as flying and stuff goes. Leia did not know her father, kind of took after her mother in the dipl uh, diplomatic side of things. So that's a really interesting connection. Anything else you notice about this scene, kind of in particular? Um, uh, you know, just just the place where Lou grew up. Basically, that's all I have. So, hey, I, I'm gonna make a really cruel joke. Don't fire me from the podcast. How can I fire? Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru are not uh, burned corpses. <laughs> We're, we're gonna cut that. That I that is. <laughs> uh, that is not going to be in the show. And then we get the scene of uh, our famed Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. I swear he hadn't changed a bit. Except, except a few wrinkles. Yeah, other than that. I mean, that's like that's perfect that, for his character. Though. Exactly. He looks like he's, he literally looks the perfect age for this t period they're putting into this. What is it like? Yeah. We are, let's see, 10, 15, Probably 17 like, years. Yeah, years after. Oh. Or six. Because Luke has grown up. We're officially 17 years from Revenge of the Sith. And Wait, yeah. But Luke is a Luke no, is in, like, in our time. In the in this, so he's at about seventeen years of age between this oh, and Shot yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Sith. And looks like I would say Luke is Well I'd say Luke was uh eighteen or nineteen in a new hope, which would make him Twelve, or I'd like I'd like to say nine or ten, but he almost looks the same age as Anakin, and I think Anakin was nine and Padme was thirteen. In Phantom Menace, I'm just trying to do age calculations. We're not here to do math. It's too late to do math. Absolutely for math. It's the weekend. You know what I'm saying? For real. Lucasfilm. So we get yeah we get the big Lucasfilm logo and moving forward our first look at now where the, is this at that this is, is an excellent question so I'm going to move on where we can see a little bit more of the planet now the middle of the first water. look at an Inquisitor ship and the only water planet I know of is Camino no wrong the other one I know of is uh. The planet where Kit Fisto was from. And I want to get you the name of that. Which is... Glee Anselm. Glee Anselm. I don't Anselm. think that's... Well, maybe that is it. Could be. 
Hey, well, we, I, I don't know. It may not even be a water plant. It may just be out in the middle of the ocean somewhere. But first, look at the Inquisitors. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Was that seeing things? Okay, never mind. Those are just uh, other trans troop transports. For a second, I thought I was seeing an outline of uh, General Grievous's starfighter sitting here on the dock. The Emperor, uh, either Darth Vader or the Emperor could be in there. Because the white ship on the left. Uh, yeah, that, that looks like the Imperial shuttle. It is an Imperial right. shuttle. But the officers also use those. Oh, okay. Officers, right. other transports, uh, those were common transportation. And then we get our first look at the Grand Inquisitor. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, Doesn't look the best. Agreed. I did see <laughs> some reports that are trying to make him as true to his character as possible, or to his species as possible. His species being uh, from the planet of Utapau that we see in Revenge of the Sith, where Obi-Wan fights General Grievous. Um... But if you've seen the picture, or think back in your mind to the Prime Minister that Obi-Wan talked to, his head was a little bit larger and thinner. So I think they could have done a better job picking an actor or at least making his head a little bigger. His head's just too round, in my opinion. I see the, I see the guy in the background on the left. Um, that would be the, like later in the trailer. Yeah, that would be the seventh brother, I think. Okay. I'm trying to think of. The Inquisitors were introduced in Rebels, and I gave up watching Rebels because yeah, uh, the Stormtroopers looked... They looked decent at first, a little off, but decent, and then I saw Darth Vader for the first time. I was like, oh, heck no, I'm out. I can't. All right, so it's, obviously it looks like they're hunting down Kenobi. They, they may are. have like, tracked yeah. Kenobi and yeah. So. Uh, during this time, the Inquisitors are active in finding Vader... Trains up, finding kind of, any Jedi, basically. hires the Inquisitors to kill the remaining Jedi that survived Order sixty six. Yeah, and he obviously yeah. knows Kenobi is still out there because Kenobi just kind of walked away from him on Mustafar. Here uh, we can see uh, Kenobi on the public transport. So really, yep. kind of goes back to what we speculated earlier. He's just trying to live off the land and make. Uh, means as best he can off the planet. Um, and then looking like we get a meeting of the Inquisitors. That's probably and, inside that, that small black building. Yep. In the water. And it's really interesting to see the uh, uh, centerpiece of the table. Looks like Vader's castle on Mustafar. Mustafar, okay. Uh, I swear, now, 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 who, who's the, who's the lady at the table? They're all inquisitors. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say the seventh. I want to say she's the seventh sister, but I can't remember. Uh, let's see. So she could be the seventh sister. Yeah, she's one of the I'm inquisitors. Sure she is. In there, okay. and uh, I forgot I had that screen on. That's awesome. Okay, but that's definitely an outline of Vader's castle. 
um, Raider had a castle. Yep, um, Mustafar. That's what it really looks like. So that would be it. Oh yeah. We only actually see it one time, and that is in Rogue One. And that's kind of what that looks like. There's a TikTok out on the internet um, where like some lady that was saying she was she was like trying to compare this picture of a. like, this type of person. She was trying to say it was hell, basically. And she's like, if you're, like, doing this, this is where you belong. And some Star Wars fan <laughs> reaction was like, dude, we're going to boost the floor? <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> okay. So, I, the same uh, this, I was like, dude, what a way to just turn it <laughs> This is definitely interesting. <laughs> I would say this is the yeah. Inquisitors doing, trying to hunt down Jedi... I would say this person with, with holding information. Henceforth, he got hung. Pretty dark. And my note I made is this looks like a younger Owen Mars. Matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say this is the same character or the same actor that played Owen Mars in uh, both Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. If I'm not mistaken, and I could be. He probably was a former clone trooper, maybe. But wait, then again, no, the clone troopers got. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it's. Mr. Owen Mars. So, this is our younger Owen Mars here from. And of course, uh, I stopped because I'm reading the little description. That the actor of o- the younger Owen Mars expresses interest in reprising his role as Owen Mars in a possible Obi Wan project, and this was obviously early on. So, I would I say he was. Uh, in, wait, what? Which which part of the uh, which film was that? This one comes from Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I forgot he was in that, bro. Yeah, that is him. Okay. So I'm thinking. And see, this is before I actually looked at. That's the first time I've looked up and did a face by side by side face comparison. I was thinking that because I looked at the quick that kind of look. He looks familiar, and yeah. based off what's happening in the scene, I'm assuming this is going to be Owen Mars, and he knows Luke is bound to be a Jedi or is brought to him by a Jedi. Is being watched over by Obi Wan. So for sure, I just got to put two and two together. So I'm pretty sure this could be Owen Mars and. It's going to be interesting to get the bill on his character. Now, this is interesting. Where are we? New planet. I'm going to say uh, this is the place. This place reminds me of the, uh, the city that the Bad Batch were in. You know what I'm talking about? Coruscant? Yeah. This, that could be the place. That's... Uh, I don't think they ever made it to Corazon. The Corazon is uh-huh. where the Jedi Temple was. Oh, okay. And I'm kind of right. thinking it could be the lower levels of Corazon. And you have like a good point. I'm not quite sure where that was. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Or it could be. It was where, it was where uh, they like le- they like left the girl uh, at the gambling bar area in the town, and they were like working for that uh, arms dealer. Right. Yeah, I can't. Remember. I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the plant off the top of my head. And it was where uh, 
That's what the assassin's name. She was in Boba Fett. Fennec uh, Shand. Finn? Fennec or, Shand. No. Yeah, uh, uh, Fennec. Yeah. Yeah. Fennec Shand. Fennec Shand. That's it. I'm thinking, yeah. like I said, I think this could be the lower levels of Corazon, just looking at the neon and the design. Yeah. It's definitely not Tatooine. Um, nope. You make a good point. Could be that planet from uh, the Bad Batch. But that's going to be interesting. Next scene, we are back on Tatooine. And then it goes right back to that lower levels planet. And Obi-Wan definitely off world here, not on Tatooine. So my nope. guess, area. my guess would be he is making some of his few connections with the Force to communicate with Qui-Gon, and he had to come off-world to do so. In the next scene, it looks like a an early prototype of the K2SO type droid. Maybe. Maybe, possibly, yeah. What's that in the Stormtrooper's hand? That hammer? Uh, that is in the droid's hand, I think. Just looking at the coloring, that looks like the lower half of the droid, and the hand looks like the lower half of the droid. And, yes, it does look like a hammer. I know, that's what I thought, yeah. I was kind of wondering okay. that myself. See, the seventh sister, point uh, four, across the rooftop. And then and the spinning blades from Rebels. And I saw a meme posted if we get to see how much uh, they relate to Rebels. In Rebels, the Inquisitors were able to do the spinning blades thing, hold it over their heads, and fly. So, possible. will that be a possibility? We don't know. We know it's possible, thanks to Rebels. Will they bring it to live action? We don't know. Here's a better look of the city. Of just neon lights being everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then here's a really good view of the city. So, hindsight now, I'm thinking not Coruscant. Coruscant had more um, LED hollow panels that projected video information throughout the city. Wait. And this is all just neon. When you say court. Uh, when you say Quarza, are you talking about the city of Attack of the Clones? Yeah, where the, were, where, the oh, J, where the Jedi Temple was. Oh, okay. Like the Jedi right, Temple cool. and the Senate Building and all that. Yeah, it's yeah. probably... It could be Quarza. the lower levels. Uh, at the beginning of Attack of the Clones, we see some of the lower levels when they're chasing uh, the bounty hunters and Weasel through... Uh, our, after making the attempt on Padme's life, and then they go into the bar. We yeah. see some, but it's got all the hollow panels throughout with video information. This does not strike me as Coruscant, because somewhere else. So maybe a new planet. Now this... What kind of ship is that? Well, let me show you real quick what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's one of these. Dude, I was actually thinking the same thing. Uh, the one that Yoda went in, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. So one of them, I doubt they make a, I doubt Yoda would make an appearance. I highly doubt no. it. Well, I mean, it could be a possibility. Maybe but one of the rookies. This is, maybe, this is maybe, not really, uh, maybe... this is not really a good depiction of it, but, um, repurposed. Maybe this one will show up. No. I was hoping it would show their Obi-Wan and Yoda's departure. I could find that scene. But I'm thinking it's going to pick up. Uh, we see a brief, very brief scene of Obi-Wan and Yoda's escape pods being launched from Bail Organa's ship in Revenge of the Sith. Prediction alert. Mace Windu escapes from one of those. <laughs> I don't know. Doubtful. I, th- I think even Samuel L. Jackson said Mace Windu is dead. No. Dude, what? No. Was... He wants him to be alive. I think George Lucas came out and said Mace Windu is dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to kill you by strange. Like, um, well, you're not do your own Star Wars anymore, so not, yeah. not your call. What? Yeah, but what if Mace Windu made an appearance in Kenobi, bro? What? For real, for real, like, oh, take it to the top. I was, but, I was smiling earlier at the start of the trailer. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. I was like, dude, but, what if Mace Windu could make an appearance in Kenobi, bro? Like, but yeah, I'm thinking this is going to be a scene of Yoda and Obi-Wan both uh, leaving Bail or Garnet's ship and going back their separate ways. Yeah. Like, it's so... That's one thing so, they're good at, man. So now for this they're scene... They're good at bringing the unexpected. Like, yeah. we didn't expect Mando and Boba Fett. We didn't expect Ahsoka and Mando Season 2. Or Luke Skywalker, right? Yep. Yeah, we didn't expect either one of them and Boba Fett, either. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Luke Skywalker and Boba Fett, as well. I forget. So... Not about that. I mean, it was a Mando episode. But, so anyways, this scene... This scene... Um, this guy is definitely athletic. Fun. Yeah, he's, uh, it looks like he, you know, he, he got caught earlier when the, uh, Seventh Sister was looking around. Yeah. And now he's trying to, like, escape. So maybe he dies? I don't maybe, know. Maybe he's the one that was hung? We don't know. Possibly. I'm curious to find out who he is. Every character in the Star Wars universe has a name and a story. But he looks like he's going to become a main character that we know more about. Possibly, yeah. And defeat. Definitely symbols of the Jedi. And maybe that's the guy that was running. So, well, here's my prediction about who this would be. Oh, uh, in this scene here, I'm thinking, uh, we'll just round it up and say we're. Ten years after Revenge of the Sith. I'm thinking ten years ago, this guy had a blaster, used it, walked away, threw it aside, and said, so uncivilized. My prediction, based off just looking at it very briefly, through this scene here, you can kind kind of see some facial hair. The hair is definitely long enough. I'm thinking this is Obi-Wan Kenobi fully closed off from the force that he will not use a lightsaber and is using a blaster to defend himself. That's my prediction. 
That's a good prediction. I like that. I can see that. And then moving on towards the end, a good visual of Obi-Wan. I'm a little upset we have not seen any uh, visuals of Vader throughout the whole trailer. They're probably wanting to keep that as a surprise. Uh, we all know Vader's in it. I mean, yeah, yeah, we all know but like, his appearance, though. Yeah. Like, just... It, like, must, you know it I mean. must be a brief appearance. Because we get to see a yeah. lot of Inquisitors through the trailer. A lot of Obi-Wan, obviously. But no Darth Vader. We know, we know he's in it. And that's the end yeah. of the trailer. That's the end of the trailer, man. Short and sweet. The whole minute 45 seconds of it that we took a whole 45 minutes to break down. Something like that. But it was worth it. We've broken down the trailer. That is our official Boys in Blue review of um, the Kenobi trailer. So, if you are... If we get this uh, up and posted on my on YouTube, you can feel free to watch and you can keep along with us as we break down each second of the trailer all the way through. Um, I'm really excited about it. This could be good. This could be really good. Yeah, I'm excited too. This could be great. This could be really good. So, so we're, wait, we're literally, let's see, day 26. We're literally less than two months from that. Yeah. And, uh, Yep, it comes out uh, May 25th. Keep your calendar set. You're not going to want to miss it. But, uh, yeah, thoughts on... Any other thoughts on Kenobi? Um... Uh, that's, that's about it. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. All right. Well, that's about all I have, too. So, we're going to move on to what I consider my favorite part of the show as always we're going to move into a section called Saga Talk Welcome to Saga Talk, the part of the show where we share our personal thoughts and opinions on each of the movies and TV shows in the Star Wars talk saga. Tonight on Saga Talk, we're going to be talking about the book of Boba Fett. So, Booster, how about you take the honors of sharing your thoughts and opinions on the book of Boba Fett? If you're still with us. Uh, Booster? You with us? Oh, yes, I didn't, I didn't hear. Sorry. I didn't. Oh, okay. So, yeah. we're going to talk tonight. We're going to do the Book of Boba Fett. So, why don't you start us off with your thoughts and opinions on the Book of Boba Fett? Book of Boba Fett. Um, so, Book of Boba Fett, I think a lot of people have mixed feelings about it. I personally enjoy the series. I love the theme of the, uh, Book of Boba Fett, like, every time the end credits scene would play, just be like, I think 
I love that. I love the theme. Um, the reason why I say I think most people have mixed feelings, I personally don't have mixed feelings about it. I enjoyed the series, but uh, Mando did kind of carry the series. Like, Mando took about, what, half the episodes to yeah. himself, which is not bad for Mando, because I mean, we all love the Mandalorian, but it's not good for Boba Fett and just being the whole series titled The Book of Boba Fett. Um, but it was nice seeing, uh, what's his name? I played Boba Fett. Daniel um, who Logan? also played, what's it, what, what up? Daniel Logan. Yeah, Daniel Logan, who also played Jango Fett, uh, reprised the role. He also played uh, all of the clones. Yeah. Or no, it says here his name is Tamara Morrison. Oh, yeah, that's right. Daniel Logan is not. Where am I getting confused at then? Daniel Logan was a Boba Fett. Maybe. Yeah, who's Daniel Logan? Oh. Maybe he. Oh, did he play like the uh, stuntman or the? He was child Boba Fett. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Hey. Hey, yeah. I, I, would have known I don't think most people would have known that. But, um, but yeah, overall, though, um, I enjoyed the series. My favorite episode out of the whole series, I would have to say, would be episode two. I kind of talked about this earlier in the podcast. Uh, I just briefly mentioned why episode two is my favorite, but I'll explain it more. Um, episode two, we really get to see Boba Fett interact with the Tusken Raiders and the tribe that the Tusken Raiders were in, and we got to experience just the rituals they had of how they fought and how they lived and how they just coped uh, throughout the wilderness. And I really, really do appreciate that episode. It was long, but it was enjoyable. And um, it was nice seeing Baby Yoda again, Soka, <laughs> Mando, Luke Skywalker. That was cool to see. Um, it was also cool to see Machete make an appearance. Um, he brought in the pet, I guess you can call it. I, what was what was the pet's name in the series? I think it had a name. The Rancor? I don't know, but the what? But yeah, the, was that the animal's name? Yeah, the Rancor. I don't know the Rancor, yeah. Kind of cool how they, they brought in another Rancor after the uh, the first one got killed in um, Return of the Jedi. Um, and, you know, I was really cool for... Uh, Oh, what were those guys' names? Um, they were Java's henchmen. In the, yeah, the Gamorrean uh, guards. The war, yeah, the war, war, Warhawks? Gamorrean. Gamorrean, yeah. I think is how it's pronounced. I was pulling for them to pull through, man, but obviously they died soon. Um, yeah, and then, and then just seeing Cad Bane up here uh, was cool as well. Just overall, I think the series, I think the Boba Fett series was good as just, uh, as just, yeah. just a TV series, and just a good Star Wars TV series. Uh, I don't know, like, I guess compared, compared to the Mandalorian TV series, is it better? I don't know. Hmm. I would, I would have to say Mandalorian is better. I can't, I mean, I still have watched I'm gonna be honest. I still haven't watched season two of Mandalorian. Um, I've seen season one, but uh, yeah, I still gotta watch season two. I've heard I've heard some good things about season two. Uh, 
two. Um, some say season one is better, but some say season two is better. I guess I'll have to for myself. But I do think Mandalorian is slightly better than Boba Fett, but that's not the downgrade Boba Fett, though. That's not to say Boba Fett is trash. Because um, we know how the Star Wars community can be. Yeah. And say, like, <laughs> so, um, yeah, to the extreme, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought it was, uh, I enjoyed it, man. How about you? How about you, hey. James? I would say I, I'm one of those with mixed feelings. Uh, I think the Mandalorian definitely saved it. Um, there's only so much Boba Fett story you can tell going or going after. Now, if you went back prior to Empire Strikes Back, you can tell all kinds of Boba Fett story and have all these countless bounty missions and stuff. That would have been really kind of neat to see. But taking it post uh, Return of the Jedi, there's only so much you can tell, uh, and then you have to build some elaborate story to bring him back. Because technically, he's dead. As far as we're all concerned, he's dead. And so I thought it was interesting the way they brought him back, uh, and the way he interacted with the Tusken Raiders. I will say when I first saw the Grand Corps, um, when the Handler made the remark to him that uh, you'll get your chance not now but soon I really thought that uh, the, he was there to get Boba in good with the Rancor and then turn that Rancor against him for the huts. that was my thought and my initial prediction mm-hmm. but that was wrong uh, come to find out in the very end the Rancor and Boba Fett get along really well and actually comes in handy in the final battle of the series uh, I don't. I like think, how they brought. I like how they brought Fennec Shen back. Yeah, I don't think cool. they could have made the entire season one without the use of the Mandalorian. Um, like I said there's only so much Boba Fett story you can tell post Return of the Jedi. But mm-hmm. I think it, they did a good job with what they had. Like I say, it could have been better, but it also could have been way worse. Yeah, it's just one of those like above average series, television series that, like Star Wars series. That um, it's it's good. It's like I compare it to like if I if I were to think in the Marvel universe, because you know we in the Marvel universe there's already like four, no, three series out. One division. Talking to the Winter Soldier and uh, Hawkeye. Or no, and Loki. That's right, Loki. Four. I would say I would compare this to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That series is good, but it could have used some work and yeah. elaborated the story. So, um, the overall, not bad though. I wouldn't say not bad for the most part. Just uh, a bit more story on Boba Fett. I wish instead of just. Mando taking the whole just carrying it, you know? Because, like, we already know a lot about Mando. We already we've got two seasons of him. Like, we're trying to know more about Boba because he's back from the supposedly dead, and now he's not a bounty hunter. He doesn't claim to be one. And I like I like how Boba Fett. Oh, I agree. As a character. Yeah, I like I like him, like, how he composed himself 
within the series and everything. He's somebody that I definitely would like want to work for if I were one of the uh, uh, the bikers and the yeah that that was yeah. I just really mixed feelings about those bikes. But. Yeah, it's like I feel like I feel like they're just trying to throw in the Gen Z in there. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I, I mean, this is coming from a person who represents the Gen Z. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't like when something as you can tell it is forced. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no plans ever forced. That's like when uh, in the Mandalorian they tried to do a Grogu execution with some stormtroopers, and I swear they couldn't even hit the broad side of a barn. Like they aimed, and the shots were way off. I'm like, those are mean jokes that everybody makes fun of. It's not something you really put in a film. That's yeah. uh, Star Wars. You might put Wait, wait, I do have a question. Was that part of the comics? Like, Boba Fett encountering with the biker game? Uh, not the biker game. I'm not talking about the ones that uh, raided the house in mm-hmm. Tazerine. I'm talking about, um, you know, the kids. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Was that in the comics? I don't know. I mean, if it was, then okay. But I haven't I really read the, com- read the comics. But, yeah, yeah, me neither. That, that was so, one of those things. I was like, just trying to make a gag reel out of it. And what made the original Star Wars funny is it was always serious. Like, Jar Jar. He was just <laughs> himself, and just his normal script made it funny. You didn't, and then mm-hmm. everybody memed it, and it always made it even more funny. Same with the Stormtroopers, where they couldn't hit anything. Really, is to protect, it's like any other movie. The only difference is between Star Wars and a James Bond movie is Star Wars, you can actually see where the lasers are going. James Bond, you can just see the bullets miss by hitting the car in front of him or the wall in front of him or hitting the side of him or something. It's the same thing. You just can't kill the hero until the director says, kill the hero. So. Yeah. Speaking of James Bond, I got Skyfall. I'm not seeing Skyfall. Have you seen No, uh, no Time to Die? Uh, I have okay. I've seen I've seen the Pierce Brosnan ones. I've seen okay. Casino Royale. The one after that, um, uh, Casino Royale, and then Quantum of Solace. Qua- yeah, Quantum of Solace. But I've not seen and Skyfall Spectre. Skyfall Spectre and uh, Nintendo uh, Die. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Next time you get a break, that's what we're doing. I own them all. Okay. You know, another friend has been telling me that as well. He's like, yo, I got the whole DVD collection. We need to watch it. I'm like, okay. I've got them all, I've got them all on Apple, and I've got the vinyl version of uh, No Time to Die. Is No Time to Die good? Cause, like, I've heard yes. it's good. It, it marks the end of uh, Daniel Craig. Yeah, right? it marks the end of Daniel Craig. Um, but I just, like, from what I've heard, like, the villain should have had more screen time or something like that. Yeah, there's some mixed feelings about that. Okay. I mean, I've heard it's, like, good, but bad. Like, I don't know. I'm curious to see. So, curious to see all of them. Skyfall, Spectre, and, uh, uh, No Time to Die. Especially Skyfall. I love yeah. Skyfall. Skyfall like, is really good. I think a few clips. I like the antagonist in yeah. the, uh, in Skyfall. Yeah, Skyfall is definitely really good. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. And I guess we're going to start bringing this thing to a close. Uh, anything you want to close us out with? Any Marvel or Star Wars or anything else? 
It's your last official one. Make it good. Make it count. Whatever you want to talk about, the floor is yours. The show is yours. Take it. <laughs> I'll go over here and lay down and go to bed. Let you talk all night. Like, it's uh, your show now. This is, uh, so what am I doing? It's up to you. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, what are we doing? Uh, what are we doing for Saga Talk? Or oh, we just yeah, we did. Yeah, we're down to we're <laughs> down to the closing fun talk now. Closing fun talk. Closing fun it, talk. That's what I'm um, saying. It's all yours. Take it away, Brewster. Okay. okay. All right. I got a question. I got a question. This is good. this has been trending recently, but this is gonna be fun talk. Did you Are there more doors, doors or windows? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait. Oh. oh. What team are you? Are you are you team wheels or doors? <laughs> See, I've heard I've heard both very strong mathematical theories about this. I want to say I would have to say I'm team wheels. I want to say team doors. Doors. And here's Wait. why. See, yeah. I can see team doors because you, for a car, a car for instance, mm-hmm. you have, let's just say you have five, five tires. Then, because you got four and a spare, so five. Well, there just goes my logic. Yeah. So you have four tires, but you got five doors. You got two front doors, two back doors, and a truck. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got. Five see, see, that's the other thing. But see, now it's like, well, if you got a spare tire, you have five tires. So then you got five tires and five doors. Now, five, if you drive a smart car, one, two, if you drive a three, see, four. If you drive a smart car, then you know you've only got two bicycles, doors. Tricycles, tricycles, motorcycles. Yeah. See, I like to say there's more doors because you think of a skyscraper. With all the doors and it for buildings, but then somebody came back with the argument. Okay, you walk in the office building, open the door. There's an office chair, six yeah. wheels. Like, yeah. So I have very. I, I think, mean, this is a good point. Like, like cars and doors, but it, it's really the matter of are there more cars or are there more in this world? You know. But then, like yeah. with all the. The little things like office chairs, uh, you know, desks that can move around with wheels, you know, just like little things that have wheels, like little yeah. hot wheel cars, little, you know, um, yeah, that's the thing. So, I, I like, guess I too. I feel like there's more wheels. Yeah, I feel like there's more wheels, but somebody's actually going to get crazy yeah. enough and go out there and count every door and every wheel on the planet. And give us a definitive answer. Sure. I, I, I'm going to say Team Door. I'm going to have to go with Team Wheels, man. I mean, I like to go with Team Door, but I feel like Wheels does win the, uh, the argument. Just because, yeah, I mean, just because there's more Wheels, man. You know, we, we, we need more, like, we're more, I think we're more transportational in this world than we are stationary. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, that probably doesn't make any sense. No, I got you. I don't know. Okay. All right. I didn't know if that made any sense. See, I was actually thinking okay. in my bedroom now. I'm like, 
Wait. So I got wheels on this chair, but I got three doors. Then I forgot to put in your head. Oh, wait. There's six wheels on this chair, but I got three doors. Four. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just like, look, it really just depends on the environment you're in. Like, what do you use more? Do you use more wheels or more doors? And so, someone that, let's say, uses more doors for their uh, dorm or apartment, for example, you know, they may say, okay, yeah, doors, but you're using more wheels, like, let's say, you have a move around desk, chair, yeah. uh, um, you have a bicycle, you have a scooter or something, which I need a, I need a bicycle, I need a scooter. Low key, you travel around scooter. campus. Hey, what? An electric scooter. Electric scooter too. That was sick. I've seen those. Oh. People ride around campus on those all the time. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. you've got. I used to do my bike around campus, but then I got too lazy and tired of. And I had some classes I had to dress for, so I wound up walking so I didn't get my clothes messed up. But I was like, yeah, I'm tired of riding it down here for like. Five minutes, ride down, get off. Then I've got to lock it up and go in and come back out and get it and ride back. It's like, I can walk in about the same amount of time. So I just started walking, getting up and riding. But I'm about to skateboard, too. If but... I had an electric scooter, you you better believe I'd be riding that thing down campus. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be zooming. But, I mean, I don't Go- mind walking. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if I got a good outfit on, man, I'm gonna be walking. I, okay, I got a good question for you. All right. Do on. you wordle? Do I wordle? Yes. I've heard, I've, I've seen you on social media, you doing wordle. wordle. Uh, no, I've never done wordle before. You need to start doing wordle. Okay, what is it? What's the, what's the concept so, of wordle? You get, every day, there's a five-letter word. And that's the word of the day. Or your word of the oh, day. Oh, it's the word of the day. Okay. It's a five-letter word. You get six chances to guess that five-letter word. Do they give you hints as to what that word is? Nope. So you just guess a word. It's five letters. And so I always pick... Uh, I, I use audio as my first word every time. Because it's got four of the five vowels in it. And it's really hard mm-hmm. to find or find a word with all your vowels. So I use that. And then when I click enter, they'll flip over. And if they're gray, that letter is not in the word. If it's yellow, that letter is in the word, but I have it in the wrong block. And if it's green, that letter is in the word and in the right place. And then from there, you can start guessing other words that might have letters in it. Now, if they're all gray, I think I always do audio first and fresh second. That gets all my vowels taken care of between the two and gives me quite a few different consonants as well. And so then I can say, okay, here's what letters are in this word, here's what letters are not, roughly, and then try and figure out, look down and say, okay, what letters do I have left and try and make a word. It's a good brain game. In fact, let's do it right now. I can't do one now because I'm. I have to wait another eight minutes till midnight for my portal of the day to refresh. Portal software. It comes through the New New York Times. Yeah, even even the New York Times made an article about Wordle. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, New York Times bought Wordle. The guy that made <laughs> it was. The guy that made it was Josh War. 
Wardle, W-A-R-D-L-E, and uh, he made the game Wordle, W-O-R-D-L-E, and it became so popular so quick that the New York Times bought it off of him. So, I'm going to have to do my Wordle Unlimited. So, let's just say about two weeks ago... I was just really sick and couldn't do much of anything. Oh, so. even even if you type in Wordle on Google, even uh, the Google logo yeah. to like. I just noticed that. That's cool. But I was just really sick and I couldn't do much of anything. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to learn how to play Wordle. I'm not going to addict it. Actually, I don't use audio. I use... I don't even know how you pronounce it. It's M-I-A-O-U. Mile, something like that. That's my usually my first word. My second word is always fresh. <laughs> and then it'll just tell you if that. So when you do it, it'll tell you all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's Wordle. It's really it's great. It's a good brain game. Get you thinking. Keeps your brain young. But uh, anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this thing up? Um. Yeah, I, I think that's it, but I can't, I can't think of anything else. Um, yeah. yeah just, uh, well. Be safe, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Be safe. Strive for greatness. Don't stop. Keep taking it one day at a time. Because uh, that's what I'm doing, man. I'm taking it one day at a time. Absolutely. And, uh. Uh, Can make me cry over here. As for the uh, boys in blue, my co-host boosters signing off for the last time officially. Hopefully, I'll be back someday soon. You're welcome back on the show anytime, as always. Don't be a stranger. Come back, chill with us. Always happy to have you. You will forever be a boy in blue. You were the reason this podcast got started way back when it's a 501st Chill Zone Live with Beans, Yoshi, and Thrawn and then Beans, Yoshi, and Bacon and then went to Booster. <laughs> Man, you went through a phase. You went Future Self to Juicy Josh, Boostivity, Ro Yoshi, Booster, Boost, man, you were everything. I was like, you know what? No, you you getting called Boost now? Came on as Yoshi, and that was hard enough to say. And then you got Booster. I was like, you you're getting Boost. You're getting Boost. That that just flows. And then we got Bacon. It was the three B's: beans, bacon, and Booster. Yeah. Wait, what if, what if I had, what if I, what if I changed my name that started with the letter C, and the initials were BBC? <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> no, like BBC Network. BBC Network. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Uh, oh. Uh, as for the boys in blue, I'm your host, Killer Beans. 
wishing you a farewell. May the force be with you as always. It's been fun letting hype. Man, now I got that backwards. Let's try this again. It's been fun letting hype. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to tune in for the next episode. If you would like to be a co-host on the show, reach out on Follow First Chills on Instagram. There's a link in the bio. Uh, looking for some people that can come on full time. You will, I repeat, will not be replacing Booster. You will just be coming along for the ride until Booster decides he's ready to come back. And then we'll evaluate and uh, see if we have, well, we don't really have too many people. So Booster will just come back and regain his title of main co-host. But if you're uh, interested in talking, it's simple. Just come on and talk Star Wars for an hour. Or, well, we're like 45 minutes. The rest of it's just BS and fun talk like we've been doing for the last hour. You know, we just chill. It's fun. It's worth it. Fun, but and hype. Love, peace, and chicken grease. It's been fun. But I will never be forgotten. Absolutely. As always. Love, peace, and chicken grease. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You said it. You're (laughs) Zersky. This Beans signing off for the night. Again, hope you guys enjoyed it. May the forest be with you, and we will see you all in the next episode. Adios. Join us. This is where the fun begins.